that one of one is missing. Uh uh. I knew something was up. Pop, that's almost twice as much going for the same price. I just freaking love that Raider rookie logo. Doing more buying. Which one of these five quarterbacks has the worst set of pass catchers to throw the football to? Guess how much I sniped this for an auction. Number five, you dirty yep. animal. I'm telling you, these optic on-card autos are money. Huh? Huh? NoOffseason.com. Shout out to each and every one of you. Football cards collecting and investing. His name is Andy. My name is Katia. And boy, Andy, we're about to hit the biggest hype cycle of them all. The Super Bowl hype cycle for the two teams that will be participating after a very interesting conference championship weekend coming up. So what is your biggest takeaway from a football card buying and selling perspective as we get closer to Super Bowl week. Well, yeah, man, I want to just dive right in and talk about the interception that Jordan Love threw tragically at the very end of the 49ers game, but the fact that he kept that game close the whole time, and even today, I'm still seeing Jordan Love topping the charts in terms of buy it now and best offer accepted sold cards on eBay. So that tells me people are still buying Jordan Love. And so right off the bat, my major takeaway is his prices are not going to just dip after that game and that tragic interception at the end of the game. I think he, he's going to sustain a new normal high, and he, and he may ascend, and his prices may continue to climb throughout the summer. And there may be some really big Jordan Love cards that are purchased uh, throughout the summer in the national I bet you Jordan Love is going to be a big chase. And Dan says that's because he's cheap. Well, he is cheaper compared to the other 2020 quarterbacks, Andy. That is one That is one factor. You know, he's got roughly the same amount of rookie cards, a, f a few less, but roughly the same amount. Um, and he has been he has been cheaper. And so there's been a lot of his supply out there. And so even though the demand's high, it's going to take a while to really deplete that supply to a point where all of a sudden, yeah, now you are paying $150 for like a raw optic hollow, something like along those lines. And then all of a sudden, yeah, you are paying a minimum of $1,000 for his rookie ticket auto, you know, and right now we're, we're just about um, $1,250 for his PSA 10 rookie ticket auto, where we know you know, that's close to a $5,000 card for Joe Burrow. And in the past, it's been there, been that way for Justin Herbert uh, and Jalen Hurts. He's around that same level as Jordan Love. So you got these guys around the same level, but, you know, the supply has continued uh, to be to be purchased um, of Jordan Love. Yeah, you know, for me, I have some Jordan Love cards for sale, and they're still really cheap, right? I, I'm looking to move them, but that's not me feeling – that he's not going to be a good quarterback for the future, especially considering Andy, he's got a bunch of young receivers, a young head coach still looking for that first Super Bowl appearance in uh, Coach LaFleur. So I really do like his future, and it does set itself up for the Green Bay Packers to yet again have another elite quarterback. But Andy, the, the guy that I – keep thinking about is Brock Purdy, right? I, I look at Brock, 
as a, a glorified game manager. I know that that has been my consistent opinion of him, but guess what? That doesn't matter if you're winning games. Winning games matters so much for the hobby. And if Brock Purdy gets a Super Bowl hype cycle, I think he, I think it could actually go higher than what some of his really expensive stuff has gone for. Yeah, he's one of those guys where people, you know, if someone tells you, hey, don't don't buy base cards, they're not worth anything. But then you mention Brock Purdy, and all you really see these days are his base cards being sold left and right constantly, <laughs> sold constantly. I mean, there's hundreds of them. In fact, Brock Purdy, he he's only got like 1,400 different uh, rookie cards. So the supply is low. You know, each one of those may have their own print run, but the supply is low. He's lower than guys like Jared Goff. You know, he's lower than Lamar. And and so then you look at the supply of Brock Purdy. There's so many base cards, like base donors being bought for 20, 30 bucks, you know, that kind of thing for Brock Purdy because of the supply issues with his rookie cards from 2022. And to me, Andy, we're about to have one of the most interesting quarterback card cycles that we've ever seen. Okay. One comparison that we have made nonstop is Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Okay, now you take a look at their prices. I actually looked at them uh, before we started today on on the Keep Them IO, and Lamar's been going up. Josh has well, it just depends on the card, but his cards have not gone up as Lamar, as much as Lamar Jackson. And I've been on this channel for for months now, saying, "Hey, use that to your advantage, right? You got two 2018 quarterbacks, and guess what?" Uh, there is a pretty steep price difference between Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. And go buy Lamar Jackson because I, I think Lamar Jackson is on Josh Allen's level. And I think Josh Allen is elite and he's taken way too much time and, and blame for what happened this past weekend. But I'm going to be interested to see if Lamar beats Patrick Mahomes this weekend and then gets the NFL MVP and then Andy gets the Super Bowl hype cycle, I, I could see Lamar firmly passing Josh Allen. What say you? Yeah, it's it's got to. And I think we're already seeing it in some cases. Uh, if we highlight here, Carter, the Prism PSA 10, and we're, we're, what we're seeing right now, we're, we're at a six-month window right now. So we're looking at a six-month scope. We got a 54% increase in Lamar to a new trend of $390 compared to the Josh Allen trend of $300 and down 7%. So then we open it up and we're like, oh yeah, look at that Sunday afternoon, $375 buy it now. Look, multiple, even a $400 buy it now for the base prism PSA 10. So you can see how uh, significantly we're climbing for Lamar Jackson while we are really it's kind of dipping for uh, for Josh Allen. In fact, it looks like you got an anomaly in here. Uh, but if we rule that one out, the average is about $240. So in the prism, yeah, Lamar Jackson's already already winning, Carter. I think there's a good chance, though, that this um, this Ravens team sure does. I mean, I know they, they, they've been a dynasty, but they really look super human, right? They look super powerful right now. I don't, I don't think anybody's going to be able to stop him. I mean, it, I'm super interested to see what the Chiefs can do, but I, I just don't, still don't think I don't view the Chiefs as the Chiefs uh, from last year, or the year before, even. So, 
I'm I'm hesitant to think that that um, they can really give Baltimore a run for their money, which I know they can, but I still see Baltimore beating them. And the one thing that we've both brought up with is especially the prism difference. I'm looking at it right now is the pop differentiation. Lamar 693 in a PSA 10 to where Josh has over 2000 prism PSA 10. So it just made so much sense to buy Lamar this off season. I know he was my play of the week a a few times over. Um, And it's, it's crazy how good he's been this season. And look, I, if, if for some reason Josh Allen just completely dips out, he's going to eventually win a Super Bowl. I, 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 I tend to believe that way once the Bills finally fire Sean McDermott, which is what they should do. Um, but it is interesting, Andy, when you're able to do a price market analysis between two guys from the same draft class and you're able to you know, buy that difference. It's some good stuff right there. Um, yeah. And and even to point out, Carter, you notice that, for example, the base Donruss, the optic, is still a little bit lower than what the current trend is for Josh Allen, and that to me is a market uh, variance. Like like that's a variance that you could target and profit on because it's typically you know a lot of times these optics, these base Donruss, these select rookies, they will follow suit uh, on the on the prism. You know, they're going to piggyback on the prism. So, yeah, I, I think we could certainly see the rest of these sets go up above Josh Allen's price as well. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Um, we welcome in Chad, who's always in there. We appreciate you. Dan, Hector, uh, Steve, Ryan. Remember when Lamar was available and nobody wanted him, not even the Falcons? Man, there's going to be 30 for 30s done on uh, that the, the whole saga on if Lamar was really blackballed or not. Uh, But we'll see. Uh, I want to go to Hector right here. Hector's been right about Jared Goff for so long. I know he's also a Lions guy, but Goff with another Super Bowl hype cycle, it it, it could get a little wild here. Yeah, I think it really can. I mean, we, we... We've kind of done a price examination on him. We followed him pretty closely because he has been undervalued compared to the rest of the guys. And from 2016, if you look here over the past six months, a lot of these, like Lamar's uh, based honors is even here in total sales up in the top eight, his optic. But to find Jared Goff amongst Purdy and Lamar, you got to go down here to his prism, which is up now 7%. So you, you see it going up, but... At the same time, man, I mean, look, some of them, Monday, January 22nd, it was yesterday. You had an auction that dipped down to 170. So it's not, like he's, it's not like he's the number one guy people are targeting. There's obviously people targeting him, 17 bids on that auction, but he is still not the number one guy. I think the number one guy is either Lamar or Brock. And obviously, if people have the bankroll, they're buying Patrick Mahomes. But, um, you know, his cards are still super expensive. Yeah, I mean, Mahomes is just uh, on a different stratosphere. You don't own any big Mahomes cards, do you, Andy? No, unfortunately, I do not. I, I That was the very first player I bought into back in uh, June. It was like, maybe it was May of uh, 2020. I was buying base Donruss rated rookie Patrick Mahomes cards for $35 a pop. And I sold them each for i think it was 125 a pop and i was like within a month and i was i was like hooked you know (laughs) 
Um, but if I would have known, then I would have held on to him. Okay. Let's run through um, a few more players, just two more players I want to highlight. Uh, and we love Jared Goff here, but I want to talk about two skill guys, Christian McCaffrey and Travis Kelsey. Okay. I, I am still shocked at how good Christian McCaffrey is and how dominant he was in this last game uh, versus the Packers, how clutch he was. Um, man, I, I've always found him to be so interesting, Andy. And these are two all-time great skill position players. I I thought it was interesting on the um, the podcast, the New Heights podcast, that Travis Kelsey said he didn't like his his photo shoot, Andy. Oh, he hates that picture, man. <laughs> he hates that. He thinks he looks so dumb. Like he's like, what you know, what kind of picture is this? So I think that makes it even that much that that much more popular. You know, right. it makes it more iconic. The fact that he's so outspoken. He's like, you know, it just get it's every time I think someone sends him a picture <laughs> or he sees this card, he's just instantly triggered by it. It's hilarious. But you do see here Christian McCaffrey's prism, Andy, has gone way up uh i mean not way 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 up but it's gone up well for a guy that's that expensive i mean is there anybody even close that we can compare at this point like i could bring in you know deshaun watson i could bring in and you know it's it's just there's no there's nobody really good to compare to who do i compare to uh aaron jones maybe alvin kamara i know aaron jones had a nice little playoff run um you could pull in terms of like skill position players, just uh, 2017, like the best way to compare is to really bring in people from the same draft class. And even uh, so Alvin Kamara would be, yeah. Uh, Leonard Ford, that, that, um, that draft class was so crazy uh, with the, the, the RBs in that class. Austin Eckler was also a running back in that class, but he was undrafted. So he didn't really have a lot of cards, but yeah, it's nuts. So if we look at Deshaun Watson, and let's just look at his 52-week uh, week high of 401. I'd have to really check to see if that was not, make sure that wasn't like uh, an anomaly. But yeah, I do see some. If you go back to August 13th of 379, and you could see how his chart has moved. So even if we take an average before the season of uh, looks about 300 there, I mean, that's the same price as what Christian McCaffrey is going for now. So with, with a fraction of the supply, so look, 2,619 PSA 10s for Deshaun Watson, only 1,227 for Christian McCaffrey. It's so nuts. And they're both top 15 picks. So, you know, the print run is going to be pretty similar. Uh, and all the cards were, were silvers, the rookies. So, uh, yeah. it's, it's very, very, very interesting. And, and God, your boy Kamara had $35 for a prison PSA 10. That's just nuts to me. I kind of want to buy one now that it's in, you know, my price range. Look at Aaron Jones, $93. Shout out, man. Playoff performance, man, especially in the Cowboys game. That's about as many eyeballs as you can, you can get right there. Buy it now, baby. You see that buy it now spike to 160. <sighs> So this is an in Aaron Jones is another interesting player because he did not get the rated rookie logo and that's huge. So if he has no rated rookie, all of a sudden the demand for his optic and his base Donruss go way down and the primary card clearly becomes the prism. Like 
overwhelmingly the the prism and it's silver standard out of the box for rookies in 2016 and 17 in football only by the way it's is his main chase car like just the main gold standard liquid as all get out you know people buy it and sell it all the time and somebody had to have my psa 10 right there on game day well and and this was actually sunday 12 51 a.m so this is after the game was over like someone just they just had to collect a, a, a nice aaron jones card all right um we do have to do a little bit of a shorter episode andy's dealing with some um some under the weather children. So uh, that's the toughest challenge. I don't have kids, but it, is it true, Andy, as a dad, that the hardest thing to overcome is a sick child, right? Yeah, it's it's either a sick child or it's a sick wife and you got to take care of the children. Right. <laughs> while, while, <laughs> while, ju- while juggling. So, you know, sometimes you got to run, you got to run a daddy daycare and, uh, and multi, yeah, but those are the, those are two very difficult things. Got to we'll drink extra coffee. Well, we welcome in Bill Gober. He says, "What do you think a Donruss Gold press proof die cut McCaffrey twenty five PSA ten would go for?" Uh, I don't know. What say you, Andy? Yeah. So if we're talking twenty seventeen rookie year, I, I'm gonna. I mean, I'm gonna. I mean, that's a PSA ten. You can almost name your price on that card. It's going to yeah. be super liquid, iconic, rated rookie, gold. I mean, d- die cut, but it's in a PSA 10 slab. I mean, we're talking, I don't know, over 500 easy, but you you'd have you might be able to name your price closer to 1000. Uh I would definitely try and find any uh any other gold press uh press proof die cuts of elite skill position guys in PSA 10 to see. Um the other thing is you know, I, I had a guy comment and a, a couple people sent me messages and say, hey, look at Christian McCaffrey's first year in the 49ers uniform market. I think that might go for even a little bit more. And that's huge, man. What That was um, that was 20, 2022, right? Right. Yeah. So this is where it gets tricky. For McCaffrey, no one's going to remember his Panther years, even though it was absurd that McCaffrey and Cam Newton shared a backfield. That's probably the most athletic backfield we've ever seen. That's just crazy. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I'm i a big believer in first-year uniform cards, right? Like, I know Tom Brady's an anomaly, but, Andy, we saw what Brady cards in a buck uniform went for. I, I, I would love – more so to have a McCaffrey card, even though it's not a rookie card. I'm I'm a big believer in the first year in that jersey number market or in that jersey uh market. Yeah, people are buying PSA fives, <laughs> Chronicles plain color jersey patch from not from any game or specific event. Thirty dollars, you know, uh, a plain, uh, you know, I got some stitching here, but just a patch card from encased materials out of serial numbered out of fifty. So you can see. Right here, right off the bat. I mean, look at that nice red shimmer out of out of thirty five, sixteen bids. So in fact, I mean, yeah, uh, I can't remember the uh, the good sir who commented about that, but I mean, he hit the nail on the head. Anytime you have these big team changes, like you mentioned, Carter, uh, especially with how well he's played with the 49ers, I mean, there's a ton of demand for his 49ers cards. Um, yeah, I, I, I just. Love me some C-Mac. I really do. Um, which is funny, considering he's like my third favorite back 
in that class, right? Fournette's always going to be number one with Kamara, but man, McCaffrey is so freaking good. Um, before we get look to hot, that, look at that. Sorry to interrupt you, but I mean, this was this is a sold from yesterday here. Just not even serial numbered. Phoenix Silver Christian McCaffrey Auto 49ers uniform from Phoenix, $250. Buy it now. All right. So before we get to hobby tip of the week, Andy, um, this will just be my hobby tip of the week. I'll I'll put mine for, for next week. Okay. Let's go to Brian Tomeo. How do you guys handle a buyer asking to cancel a winning auction? Had it happen on a golf prism rookie PSA 10 disappointed because it's probably going to be another year hold if they lose to the 49ers. Oh man, that sucks. Yeah. I'm sure they had some kind of excuse. Like their kid wasn't permitted to use the card on file or their dog pressed a button with his paw. Uh, right. So, you know, un- unlocked the phone, put in the password, bought the card. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you know, you I I you can wait, you can wait for their window to um, to conclude, and you know, they're the eBay the eBay app is I haven't had this happen to me in a while, but so the eBay app is updating their functions a lot. Um, it used to be where you'd have to wait for the window before you could cancel, and it would negatively impact the um the buyer i know they're they're working on an update to where people have to put in their card information if they bid on an auction and they win at that price it's automatically going to then charge them uh just like you have it the the that function in buy it nows so you know i would say just cancel it as quick as possible um and relist it and and uh sell it and buy it now yeah you know i i there are so many different ways you, you can answer this question. This is what I was going to ask uh, today. I was actually going to ask the chat. I have a really nice Jameson Williams PSA 10. Andy was with me when I actually picked this card up right here. Mm-hmm. A jersey color match number two, 299 And I'm thinking about doing a five-day auction for the same reason, right? I've never not done a seven-day auction. So what what say you, Andy? Do you think I should try and, and run a run a five-day auction? He's the type of guy that could put up five, six receptions for 150 yards and two touchdowns. You never know, man. So he's one of those spike week guys. He's not going to be Mr. Consistent. His cards stay at rookie rookie autos or nice cards like you got there for Amon Ross St. Brown are now staying over $100 like all day. I mean, the guy's just right. – people are buying him. they super collecting him. He's He's a stud. You know, Jamison Williams is not that week in and week out guy, alpha on the team. That's Amon Ross St. Brown and Sam Laporta. But Jamison Williams is a spike week guy. So I like having him listed in just a buy it now because I don't know which week he's going to go off, but I know he's going to go off. And if I got a nice, liquid, super desirable card like that, chances are I can capture an impulse buyer where they're now buying it for twice as much uh, as what that card will typically run for in just a standard auction. Yeah, I'm thinking about just doing a buy it now and actually starting a fresh listing, you know, with that new listing mm. feel to it. And if he does pop off, it'll definitely uh, sell. Here, here's what I would say. Block the buyer, right? Uh, you can do that. Uh, I've never had to block a buyer, but you can do it, right? Uh, especially if they don't pay. It sucks. My sympathy is with you, especially with the Jared Goff uh, being, you know, the big story. Um, but 
you know, it's, that's football cards, right? <laughs> that's, 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 you know, the, the, the nature of the beast uh, from time to time. Now, Andy, it is time for Play of the Week. Once again, thanks to our friends at NoOffSeason.com, NoOffSeason.com Network, uh, my good buddy and your good buddy, Paul Hickey. Andy, I, I'll let you roll first, man. Yeah, first, uh, I'm going to just just back up to hobby tip. I'm sharing my hobby tip real quick of the week. So let me share this screenshot with you guys. So this hobby tip is going to be in reference to CGC cards. You guys have seen us show the gem rate data. They're now uh, officially a sponsor of the Football Card Quest and the NoOffSeason.com Sports Card Network. So we're very proud to uh, do some more research into the current CGC market for a variety of different players. And part of my mission is to highlight different listings. So in this case, I've got a Jordan Love here, Optic Hollow, a raw one sold today for $50 and a buy it now. Just um, just yesterday, the SGC 9.5 closed an auction for 71. And just a few days prior, just four days ago, the CSG 9.5 in the old green and white labels uh, sold for $75 in a buy now plus $6 shipping. So I just want to highlight that CG, CGC, which is the, the new you know name acronym uh, for their sports card grading division sells for pretty much just the same as SGC and definitely more than the raw card. And they have only $12 grading submission fees. Uh, pretty good turnaround times right now. I think it was 40 days or less. And if you look at the gem rate data that we've showed on Twitter before, they were the second, they graded the second most sports cards last year behind PSA ahead of SGC. And so they, yeah, yeah. So it's super interesting. And I think a lot of people, what you got to do is you got to, unfortunately, right now you have to search for both CSG and CGC cards on eBay uh, until all of their CSG cards and these holders get re-slabbed with the new label. So they have a new label. They have a new grading scale, which also includes a uh, black uh, black label with a gold 10. That is a, it is basically a gold pristine so they do have a grade that's above just a CGC 10. And um, and so, yeah, very, very interesting data from CGC that I'm finding on a variety of players that kind of paints a different picture than um, than what I think a lot of people may interpret them as in the market. They're they're actually gaining quite a bit of steam. And I'm, I'm happy to be an ambassador for them in the hobby. All right. So just for clarification. All right. CSG and CGC are the same. Yes. Yeah, they're the okay. same. Yeah. And yeah. if you actually okay. go to their website and scroll down to the bottom, you'll see the um, the collectors universe group that they're a part of. I, I didn't say that right, but it's not collectors universe. It's collectibles. I'd have to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a rookie still. But yeah. what I do know is they're backed by the largest coin and paper grading company in the world. Um, so it's not a fly-by-night company whatsoever at all. And they're going to be around and continue to grow in the hobby. Yeah, so full disclosure, I still like SGC. I still like PSA. I like the new holders for CGC. I do. So just for reference, the Jordan Love that we had photoed was an older holder. Correct. Yeah. 
that's what made the transaction even that uh, yeah, that yeah. much more impressive to me because it was the old green and white label, which I did not like at all. And so they've really evolved quite a bit in the hobby, and they've adjusted their um, they've adjusted their slabs. They've also got you know, arguably from what I've seen, the best plastic. I mean, I did a video where I tried to crack yeah. each slab with one tool. Dude, I could not get through their plastic. So in terms of securing my uh, personal collection where I'm not necessarily concerned, of, oh, I got to have a PSA 10. It's got to be worth the most possible. You know, I, I really just want the best uh, protection possible. And, and yeah, I don't want to spend, uh, you know, whatever, $30, $40 to get one of those rare edition slabs I'm going with CGC and it's not because we're sponsored by them. It's really because their plastic quality is that good. Yeah. And, and look, here's the thing that people have got to understand. And I, I'll, I'll make this my hobby tip of the week. And I know Paul Hickey would like this is you want competition. You don't want PSA or Beckett or tag or whoever to just dominate like you don't want any one company to be a monopoly, right? Um, it, it's just that's just how the hobby could be better, right? If it's not just one company having everything, right? That's why I am obsessed, Andy, and you know me personally really well, obviously more than than anyone else uh, watching this. Maybe Derek could 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 push back on that a little bit, but you're one of my you're one of my best friends. You know that I really don't care what the card is in. I'm more concerned about the card and and all of that. But it's it's just amazing to me, like how much of a stranglehold um, PSA has on everything, and that's not good. You you want competition. You want um, CGC, the SGCs of the world, uh, to 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 get more market share because you have more variety to choose from. It's not just one company holding. Uh, basically the entire hobby hostage exactly yeah and and so you know um in my conversations with people in the hobby and yeah we constantly talk about psa having the best resale value that's because everybody and their brother uh views the psa 10 as ha having the best resale value so it it is you know and so that's just um that's how the the hobby currently views and I, I think there's a lot of like um well you, you know it's kind of like brand i don't know if it's just brand recognition or, or just brand loyalty but as people grade more and more cards with cgc and then more and more people buy those cards because you know when we start talking about more uh scarce cards people don't really care about the grade or the slab it's in they're after that yeah. card you know uh and so when they see how clear the optics are on the cgc slab and how good you know all the uh, the background examination and everything is about it they're probably going to keep it in that in that slab you know it's it's you know it's going to be more geared around their collection and it still has the same resale value as sgc and it's probably going to continue to grow and i think if more people adopt and evolve in the hobby you'll have grading companies like uh csg and cgc be you know, closer to that in value of a PSA 10. That's, that's yeah. my hope anyways. I know it's, you know, it's, I'm, I'm optimistic person. Yeah, it's definitely my hope. And this is coming from someone who 75 to 80%, if not higher of my slabs that I own are PSA. Right. Um, and, and 
look, PSA is going to hold the stranglehold for the foreseeable future, but hopefully that changes because it's good for you. It's good for you, the 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 buyer. Um, so there you go. Now, um, do we have a tip of the week from from Paul Hickey, Andy? Uh, I am no. We're gonna we're gonna uh, play his hobby tip this week. I'm actually I'm not prepared to uh, to share his hobby tip. This okay, well, week. we'll do it. We'll, we'll do it next week. That's that's yeah. pretty, perfectly fine. So yeah, shout out to Paul Hickey. Always know we always know he brings the heat. Now, uh, you know, for me, Andy, uh, before we get to play of the week, I I do want to take a few comments because obviously the comments have been really lit. Um. um uh, about what we've been talking about. Hector says, I'm in the minority, but I like horizontal slabs for sideways cards. That would be cool. I, I, I What's the only company that did? There was a company that did that, right? H, yeah, HGA had a, has a horizontal slab. RIP. I think they're still kicking. Uh, but yeah, HGA, they, they've been, they've been through it. Um, Card Fins 68 says there are so many grading companies now. I think there's really only four ma major ones. I mean, you, you look at PSA, BGS, CGC, and uh, SGC. I mean, yeah, you can consider like uh, HGA and Rare, Rare Edition and these other companies. I get it. There's a bunch of companies out there. Uh, but if you look at the the majority of that people are using, it's those four, you know. So and and they're highly recognized. Like there's hands down an advantage by going with CGC or SGC as a like a if you want to consider them secondary grading companies to PSA, then going with an HGA because if you look at some of the values that HGA or whether these companies like PGI or you know, some of these other fly by night grading companies. I know they're not fly by night, but they've been around for a while, but they're not, they don't have the backing that a company like CGC has. And that's the big difference. So I, I have a local comic shop. Uh, I don't live in a big city, but I have a pretty nice local comic shop. And they, they just do comics. And it's, Mostly what we've been talking about. They're graded by CGC, right? That's it's it's a huge, huge, huge company. It's not as big, obviously, in, in sports cards, but hopefully with our super duper big network here on the football card quest, we can take CGC to the next level. Um ML says, so what do I do with my HEA slabs? Any chance for the Universal Pop Report that includes all the major graders somebody would have to spearhead this but it's actually not a bad idea and you know maybe they could uh, make it to where obviously it's it's you know something that the community could access and pull data from but that would be really cool if somebody aggregated the data from all the major grading companies it's tough for um you know software developers to do this because you have companies like sgc that require a login to then get and view their population data. So you can't just like an, an API or like a software integration, just can't pull that data. It's actually got to go through a login and stuff. It complicates things. Um, so it makes it more challenging. And, you know, you have similar challenges with BGS as well. So 
Uh, yeah, I do like the grading magazines. I think those are cool. Uh, let's take uh, Ch Chalk's card says Jim Rate does that. Yeah, that's the that's the data that I follow on uh, right. Twitter, uh, Jim Rate account because I mean they just give you such good insights into uh, who's grading with who, different cards. You know, mm. I will tell you this. You can dive as deep into all this data. PSA just strangles everyone. But I, I keep going back to this. It just doesn't matter as much to me. And you go to the national, there are people that will only buy PSA slabs. That just doesn't make sense to me. I, I just did not get into cards for the grading company. And I, I, I know PSA people. I, I've sold cards, uh, nice cards, to uh, higher ups at, at, at PSA. But it's, it's, I love PSA. I always will. It's just not the be all end all uh, for someone uh, like me. So there you go. Um, so now it's time for play of the week. Andy, I'll let you skedaddle on first, Ryan. Yeah, man. Uh, I got to, at this point, I got to target guys that are going to be free agents in the upcoming free agency cycle. So like, I mean, the, the, the number one guy that I think leaves his team and it's going to be a big deal because he's going to go someplace big with a, with a quarterback that's got a big arm. It's T Higgins, man. I, I just, the Bengals <sighs> can't afford to keep him. I don't know if that, you know, I don't know if you really want me to share that play. You're not too happy about it because that's a, a huge weapon for Joe Burrow that's, that he's going to lose. But, man, T. Higgins is going to leave. He's going to sign a big paycheck somewhere. He's also going to then walk onto that team as the alpha. Like, there's a lot of places he could go where he walks on as the alpha, and he's going to get double-digit targets every single game next year. Uh, and he's going to be a wide receiver one in fantasy. And uh, it's it's going to do a lot for his rookie card value. So I, I want to get ahead of that. You know, right now there's auctions being rolled out every week. 2020, it's got a lot of nice sets and cards to target. T. Higgins, not much of penmanship. But if I can get his rookie ticket autos for around that $20, $25 price point, I know that's an easy double, maybe triple up, depending on where he goes. You know, I mean... The Chiefs are likely to sign. I know Rashi Rice has been good, but I think the Chiefs, especially with Travis Kelsey now uh, commenting that he's going to retire after this uh, this playoff season, I definitely think they're in the market for another receiver, and that's a lot of target. That's a lot of vacated targets if Travis Kelsey retires. So can you imagine whichever wide receiver they pick up in free agency is going to immediately spike big time in value? And it could be T. Higgins. I'm going to go back up quarterback hunting right now, Andy. And, you know, last week I gave you, I gave you two. I gave you Ty J. Spears and I gave you Kyler Murray. All right. What if I told you a starting quarterback beat an NFL playoff team in a highly publicized Monday Night Football game, had this amazing post-game interview, okay? And he's got this huge, brash personality. Interesting guy. And his name, Andy, is Drew Locke. 
Okay. Now I'm not going to sit here and tell you Drew Locke is going to be the next great thing, but I will tell you that a rookie ticket auto sealed from Panini Drew Locke sold yesterday for $25 out the door, $25 out the door. Okay. When I was scanning uh, plays of the week earlier, I was like, Oh, that seems very interesting. Uh, all I need is Drew Locke to have one big game like that, and that's going to pay off, right? That's the bottom for me uh, for for that card sealed from Panini, rookie ticket auto. Um, and you could probably find it. You just search Drew Locke auto like what I normally do, okay? And it was from DC Sports 87. So uh, I that's very interesting to me. Um, you know, you might not get a deal as good as that one, but they could pop up. Right, they very well could. Um, if that's that's a backup quarterback, then that I would want to target. If that's your thing, obviously, Chad um, Chad Dyer has definitely been um, been the expert at that. And you know, even though card fans tell me Drew Locke is trash, I'm not telling you he's the next great thing. But I'm also telling you that 2019 was a very interesting year for football cards. That was the last not overprinted year, as Andy would tell you, uh, in, in 2020. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very interested. And there it is. I wasn't lying to you, Andy. I wasn't. Yeah. He's a spike week guy, man. So one thing you could do, if you look at these cards ending recently, $19, then you could go, uh, if you look at highest and this will show us sold in the past 90 days, and if we let's see if we can find a rookie ticket, rookie ticket red zone 250. Yeah, P, PSA, red. yeah, PSA 10. Trying to trying to see, you know, basically what what is, um, you know, that that game that he started that Monday night game, like what what did the where the rookie ticket autos getting up to? Because you're right, I mean, $20 for a quarterback rookie ticket auto sealed by Panini that's insane. That's the dirt floor bottom price. I mean, that's pretty much the same for Gardner Minshew. So I pulled up, which I like both of these guys. I like Gardner Minshew. He's got, I think, offers a little bit better consistency. Yeah, sure. But Drew Locke puts up a pretty impressive highlight reel, man. I mean, he's he's got a cannon, dude. He can throw it. Yeah, I don't even think he's that good. I'm just throwing it out there because we have backup quarterback hunters out there that love to get after it. Look at this one. This one was sold the silver. Uh, oh crap, we don't we don't get a view price here. That's okay. No, nah, my extension's not. I gotta restart my computer or something. No, well, Evan. <laughs> huh? 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 Uh, so yeah, I, I I I'm interested to see what Seattle does here uh, over the next couple of weeks. So yeah, let's go to Joel here. Where's Gardner going? Richardson won't stay healthy. Mark my words. Interesting. I'm, I would love to know where Gardner Minshew's going. He is going to be a free agent this year. So I want, I'm curious, man. Gardner Minshew, Baker, where's Baker going? I'll take Gardner or Baker. I like Baker too now. Um, I think Minshew's, uh, he can definitely be a starter in the league. You know, you also have Ryan Tannehill and Kirk Cousins scheduled to be free agents this year. So you got some veteran quarterbacks here that are scheduled to hit free agency that you can easily target. Well, Andy, this was a fun one. I know you got a busy day. It is crazy when we do this show. So 
Uh, obviously, Andy does a gazillion shows throughout the week. Um, obviously, run three full-time YouTube channels. Uh, 65 of you. I really do appreciate each and every one of you during this live stream. Um, keep the hobby alive, man. And Andy, I, I feel so bad. You did not wish me a happy birthday, man. I was waiting. I thought I I thought you're you're you're, you're going to give me one there at the end. But this is what Facebook is good for, and I <laughs> I don't even go ever go on Facebook. But I guarantee you, if I went on Facebook, it would have told me it was your birthday. Dang it! Mm. Well, all right, you ready, Carter? I'm going to sing to you. Happy no, 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 let's not, no, no, no. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not do that. Hey, look, we we you you already made my birthday so bad. When you pick the worst prism blaster box of all time, we pulled nothing but blanks, blanks, nothing. We had we we pulled one Cedric Tillman orange disco, and it's it's crazy, man. I, I would have I know Hector and Chad are was like God. I wish I, I wish we had someone that actually knew how to pick boxes. Uh, but no, you're my boy. You're my best man. My, my my best friend in the football card hobby and actually i did holy cj stroud rookie so it is possible if you get a uh this is already on ebay auction you can pull this card you 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 can it is it is doable it seems like everybody's pulling cj strouds right now so there you go now as we always do before we skedaddle andy is there anything else that you wanted to get to before we get out of here no i appreciate all you guys as well man uh pr really appreciate the support make sure you're subscribed if you're not already hit that bell notification icon sometimes we we do we tweak the time in which we go live but uh really appreciate all the support loving the growth and uh stay tuned guys we'll be back let's go peace out Boom. Peace.